Welcome to Money Matters Podcast, where we strive to educate and empower you to make smart choices with your money. We believe people don't typically plan to fail. They simply fail to plan. Here are your hosts, Mike and Matt. Welcome to Money Matters. My name is Mike Kerman. I'm here with my partner in crime, Matthew Cloutier. Partner in crime. That's right. Hello. <laughs> well, I want to welcome everybody to our continued podcast that we're doing. This is... Uh, I don't know how I want to put this out as maybe second series, whatever, but the bigger evolution from our foundation podcast we did over the last three or four months, the last one uh, ending in the estate planning phase of getting your foundation planning done. I would encourage anybody listening today to go out to our website, reach out to Taylor Morton in our office, or go to our site where the uh, podcasts are stored at and listen to our podcast, really good information about cash flow and budgeting and risk management, insurance planning, estate planning. But today's topic we're going to talk about now is starting to build the walls of your financial house, Matt, which is planning early for retirement, right? Yeah, everyone's Something's, favorite topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? The the big gorilla in the room is probably people some people talk to about, right? So I think in planning early for retirement, I think is, you know, one nice thing I'm seeing is a lot of young people today are really starting to get energetic about planning for their future. I think they're getting really concerned about the future of Social Security planning, if it'll even be there for them. And then again, we still see people coming in there in their mid, late 50s who haven't done any re- planning for retirement. So, Matt, what would you think of when we think about the uh, main agenda topics we want to talk about today? What comes to mind that we want to convey to the people listening to our podcast about why it's important to plan early for retirement? Well, I think it comes down to three general concepts of when you start thinking earlier rather than later, then you have time on your side, right? So being staying invested in the markets over time. Two is making smart choices with your money, making smart investment decisions. And then three is really working with a planner that can help put together that that game plan, that play-by-play action plan of how to get from now to retirement, if if I had to sum it up, Mike. Yeah, I I agree. And I I think we've always described, I I think there's a fallacy out there of what people think about when they think about financial planning or financial planner planning for retirement, right? And I think people think they need to have money not to so. engage with yeah. a financial planner, right? You're right. That is, yeah. That's kind of really far from the truth, right? I mean, yes, you know, we deal with people who are in their retirement. They have maybe lots of assets. But our goal is also to help people get to that point. Everyone starts from someplace, right? And we've always talked about the planning for retirement to be like a financial puzzle, right? The problem with people maybe procrastinate not because they want to. It just happens because life gets in the way. Is the thousand-piece puzzle on the table. Again, the big gorilla in the room, how do you put all them puzzle pieces together to cl- get a clear vision of your retirement? And I think the importance of your planning is you got to have some vision, mm. whether it's planning for college or planning for retirement or planning to buy a new house or planning, planning to trend. transition to live in yeah. another city. Um, so really, where are you living at? Where would you live at if you were retired? That may not be answered by some people today. Um, what are you going to do and in retirement? And that's Really a big question we see from our clients today that retirement really didn't seem like the picture they envisioned it. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not. It's really different, you know, and I think about it today. If I just retired, what the hell would I do with my day? I don't think I'd have any. I don't think I'd, I'd be going anywhere. Right. Um, 
And who's with you? Who's on your team? Yep. Right? Those are all key issues. Matt, a, a big piece I think people may not think about today, maybe you can talk about it a little bit, is longevity. Why is that important in the retirement planning? Well, it used to be half a century ago, you retire at age 65, 70, and live for 15, 20 years, and you know, away you go, 20, 20 year retirement. And it's it wasn't that long of a income need. But now, with advances in healthcare, medicine, healthier lifestyles, I know people that could potentially be retired longer than they were working. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. Retiring to 50, living to 100. <laughs> you're spending half your life in retirement. With and no you only spend 30 years in Working. <laughs> exactly. Right. right. Yeah. That's crazy. That's good. And I think medical, you know, medical advancements, as you said, people living longer today. We have people living well into the age of 90, 100. My mom was 96 when she passed. You, That's not uncommon anymore to hear that. As a matter of fact, a lot of people I can have come in and you probably hear it as well. You know, their parents, grandparents are living well into their 90s. Mm -hmm. Definitely a concern because I know say 20, 30 years, even 35 years ago when I started in the business. Sure. I mean, we were using an average retirement date of 65 and mm -hmm. kind of your, your, uh, your death at yeah. 80, death 82 mortality tables back then were 82 years old. 15, that was 35 years. years ago. Today what? we're looking at mortality tables well into the late eighties, nineties. What was that study you read about the, the child born today oh. that makes it to retirement? They're, uh, What's their life expectancy? A couple of years ago, Forbes article, I think, said that, don't hold me to this, but it was something like a child born today will have a life expectancy to be 117 years wow. by the time they reach age 60. Wow. Who knows, right? Not a fact. Just want to make sure I state that. Sure. on the, the other thing I think, Matt, you'll probably agree, is the importance of what type of retirement plans are there going to be in our future that are going to provide guaranteed income? Mm. Used to be in old days, I'm talking not really that long, but you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago and, and back, people would work for a company for 30 years like General Motors sure. or Ford Motor Company or whatever. And in turn for staying there for 30 years, they'd get a pension plan, kind of like teachers do now with Para, some of your government employees that probably stay with those positions a long time. Those aren't around anymore. They're going out the door. Yeah. Companies can't afford them. They can't afford to sustain those pension plans. Yeah. But that was a nice guaranteed income stream. The other piece, so now the cost shift has been, the cost shifting has went from the employer providing it mm -hmm. to now the employee funding their own retirement. Exactly. And the middle piece was the government, Social Security. Everybody paying into Social Security. Now Social Security dates are extending out to when you can fully draw. You know, young person today, born, you know, that's probably 30, 40 years old, can't retire till 67. And they're even looking at raising that age, maybe Again. even to 70, 72. Wow. And how much do we want to count Social Security in the picture? Will they reduce Social Security benefits for younger people? So there's a lot of questions, Marks, around the status of the trust fund. What alternatives can be done today to help you fund for that? Mm -hmm. And um, so that's a, that's a big piece of the Social Security plan. I think that ultimately has to be taken into pace. Let's talk about something that's really a current item on the agenda today, Matt. It's kind of all over the news today, inflation. Inflation. We're starting to finally see inflation creep up a little bit. It's starting to pop up the news and 
maybe the possibility of future inflation increases throughout this year coming out of our previous COVID issue. Talk about why inflation is so important. Well, let's look at it this way, Mike. When when you were a young fellow growing up, what uh, you know, what, what could you buy a gallon of milk for? Uh, 50 cents? Well, what? when I was young, my mom and dad <laughs> bought it, so I don't know if I can answer that. But yeah, yeah, I mean, it was a hell of a lot cheaper than today. Yeah, now it's, uh, I, I saw a Royal Crest, it's 5.50 for a gallon of milk. It's crazy. And I think... Uh, and that's just milk. That's just milk. Think about fuel pump. Right. You know, when you were filling up for under a buck, not more than, you know, 10, 20 years ago. Right. Now it's just about 20 a gallon now three. for three, 3.30 a gallon. And so tripled. Yeah, tripled. And so we talk about inflation over a 10, 20, 30 year retirement and making your dollars work for you. If they're sitting under the mattress or in the bank, inflation is kind of that that silent killer, right? And, I, and we've seen people struggle with that. Yeah. Know. And I think, you know, a, a, a key word around that is just loss of spending power, right? Mm -hmm. 10 yeah. years from now, we're sitting here going, God, what the heck? I've got all these salary increases, but our money just isn't going any further. Yeah. Well, look where you're spending. You know, to go out to dinner costs more. All these prices coming out of COVID have raised. Supply and demand issues think raised prices. Houses. Do you think inflation housing prices, the housing market? Right. And Denver's probably one of the worst, right? I mean, our housing market's ridiculous here, right? So, yeah. So, I don't think people understand just what a 1% increase or decrease inflation long-term can do to their planning. Yeah. I ran an example for a client at 3.5% inflation. I changed it to 25 they went from 14 unfunded years of retirement to two years surplus. Wow. Just, and I only yeah. changed one thing, and that was a 1% rate in inflation. So huge number. I mean, it's a big, big, huge impact in people's planning today. The other thing, I think, is the mentality approach to retirement, right? If we're 30, 40 years old, there's a lot going on for those middle-aged people, right? Sure, They're got starting new families. They're buying homes. Vehicles. They're not thinking about retirement. So uh, once you get out of the age of majority, when you become a mm. legal adult, then you go into the age of responsibility. I'm trying to get my oldest to get to that <laughs> point, right? Um, maybe I will have to go to age 30 before I get my 24-year-old to the age of responsibility. <laughs> then you, 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 when you take on those kids and you take on that mortgage like you did. Sure. I know when you started, you didn't have any it's kids. Big, big I think you were renting. Now you have a beautiful home. You have two great kids. You're married. Uh, so things change. Then you move in that age of maturity, right? Where all of a sudden it starts to hit you like a cream pie in the face, right? Oh. You wonder what happened. Yeah. Heck, I've got only, I've got to really start putting some money away for retirement. And then the kids get older and you get out of school and yeah. you turn into that age of reflection. You know, like, man, did I really do enough? Now I really got to start working towards retirement. I'm 52, 53 years that old. Empty nester, right? That yeah. And then the ultimate goal, and I don't even know if this is the right word, but then you hopefully get to that, what, that age of tranquility, <laughs> the golden years. Uh -huh. um, so, yeah, it really has a lot to do with changing the methodology of how we think about retirement. The mentality. It's not about drastically necessarily always changing the way you live today. But the earlier you can plan, the earlier you can start, the less you're going to have to worry about in all these different stages of life. That's right. 22-year-old starting out putting 50 bucks a month away, 25-year-old increasing it to 150 bucks. Keep doing it. You'd be a Warren Buffett's always said, put, you know, putting money away, right? Yeah. Dollar cost averaging.
People right. think they have to have thousands of dollars put away. Start small and let it get big. Mm -hmm. That's what, what was the saying? Someone sitting in the shade today because of a seed that was planted long ago, right? Right. Exactly. So I think we talk about this life cycle, Matt. Talk a little bit about why it's important to work from the back end of your planning backwards. Why is it important to have that picture, have that kind of, you know, if I build my basement, mm -hmm. my downstairs, I kind of know what I want to do, right? Shit. Then what do I do? I hire an architect or whatever designer okay. and I design it. Then I develop a budget and I see if it's even feasible to do that, right? Yes. That's kind of how we got to look at our retirement too, right? It's a long ways away, but kind of what do we want to do down the road? What do, where we want to live, maybe that'll change. How do we spend? But we got to get kind of a, some numbers today if you're in your 30s and 40s and even early 50s. Why is it important to work backwards to kind of help build that picture, build that, help solve that life cycle approach towards retirement? Sure. The, the vision plan, it, it goes to your puzzle when you were talking about the puzzle analogy. And it's really about putting that picture that picture on the box, right? Right. So that as you're moving the pieces around throughout your lifetime, you know what that end goal is going to be. And, a, and it's important for people that they get that sense of clarity, that light bulb comes on once they right. can see what they're working towards. And then we can do actionable items along the way, small baby steps to get them to that goal. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, we, we've seen so many clients and we see so many different ends of the spectrum from people who haven't really put a lot of thought process mm -hmm. in their financial planning to the people that are really on top of it, right? Sure. To the and when you have a client come in and you do their planning and one of them is an example, you know, we, we found an extra $5,000 or we didn't find, they had an extra $5,000 per month. Per month. Of cash flow surplus they couldn't account for. And at the end of the day, when they actually looked to their records, they oh. came back and said, we're eating and drinking all of it. Yep. <laughs> so that's a big issue, it right? Is. So it isn't always about trying to squeeze something out of something you can't squeeze lemon juice out of a dry linen. It's about maybe sometimes looking at things and finding what can we give up today a little bit mm -hmm. to help us get better, help us put more money away, help us have a better, what we've talked about in our foundation planning, right? Yeah. Building that savings account, building that emergency fund, putting all those things in place before we start shoving a lot of money. Sure. Having that clarity and, and purpose. Right. Yeah. I think another important part, Matt, we can both talk about here a little bit is the potential uh, risk and return parts of retirement planning, right? Uh, we see a lot of times with people today that, Especially, I'll give you one example, which is a person later in life in their 50s who hasn't done the right job for planning and hasn't put enough money away. So what are what are, what are are the options they have? They can either save more or take more risk. Right. There's no crystal ball, right? You either got to put a lot more money away to get to the point you want, or you've got to work longer, right? You've got to extend your time rise, right? you got to work to your 70, 72, 75, 78. Or you got to take a lot of risk to get a lot better return on your portfolio. And that is not necessarily the best answer, right? Because with risk or with reward comes that, that higher risk. So I think that's important because a lot of people want to chase market returns. I think we talk about, and I think you'll agree, we talk about all the time about building buckets, 
having buckets for specific investments, mm -hmm. even retirement. A retirement bucket could have five buckets inside the retirement yes. bucket. Doesn't have to all be aggressive. Nope. And I think that's why it's important for some people, not some, I think it's important for everyone to reach out with a quality professional to help you build this plan. Exactly. Because it's just going to say that. Yeah. It, you're Otherwise, you're just rolling the dice. And you know as well as I do, we've went out and done this ourselves. You go out on the internet and you plug in financial planning help and there's, you know, 570,000 hits. Are you really yeah. going to look at all of them? Mm -hmm. And the first probably two or three pages are ads. Yeah, or robot advisors. Or robot advisors, yeah. yeah. So there's so many things to take in place when it comes to risk versus reward in planning that I think it really makes sense that a person has to look at their overall picture I and agree. decide what bucket they're funding and what bucket they want to actually invest their their money into, right? That's right. Yeah. And I one of the one of the highest levels of buckets that we've seen with clients is just that idea of short, intermediate, and long-term buckets. Mm -hmm. What do you have your emergency reserves in? What does the retirement long-term bucket look like? And having that middle bucket right. that is for them travel goals or for redoing your basement right. and just setting money up in a way that it's going to be used. Right. So Let's talk a little bit about people that are listening to our podcast. Where do people start? How do how do they make light of this? How do they grab this and put put their arms around it? What are some of the talking points that come to mind for you? I think the first the first thing that that has to happen that's essential that I see is that uh, that interest, you know, that grace, that little spark that comes into my head that says, you know what, I I should probably start thinking about my retirement. I should start planning for my future. And once that interest is there, then you can start deciding what actions to take. And that could be, we have some clients that are do-it-yourselfers looking at all the research and data and information that's out there, or B, reaching out to some qualified advisors that can you know, work with you on that knowledge and wisdom level and start putting a plan together. That's, right. that's what I see. I'll give you a funny analogy to this. <laughs> It's my own story, right? Okay. So I'm trying to convince my wife to buy a fifth wheel camper so we can tour the United States. There's so many places that I haven't seen. And I want to, the, the, they always say that the road to get there is the best part of it. The journey. The journey, yeah. right? Yes. So it's funny because I, I sat down last Sunday and I actually spent like four hours mapping out all these places from diners, drive-ins, and dives that I wanted to see that were on their show because I record them all on my phone. Okay. And I tried to tell my mom, my wife and convince her that these are all places I want to go. Interesting is, I don't know that I've spent four hours in the last six months really dissecting my financial planning. Now, I know where I'm at. Sure. But that's what happens with people today. I did that because I wanted to do that. A lot of people don't want to do financial planning, so they never get to that point mm -hmm. of putting that, that plan together. And that's where I think we fit in. a financial professional like us, you know, I'm not trying to pat us on the back. That's where we come in. We help you get there. It's about that actionable action piece, right? Yeah, just like that fitness coach, right? Right. And you've got to get a plan together to determine where you're going, good or bad. If you're off and you're only 50% funded for retirement, it's better you know at 30 or 40 than you know at 50, 55 or 60. That's right. That just means you're going to work longer or you're going to have to reduce your what expenses lifestyle, lifestyle dramatically yeah. exactly and that's uh i think that comes to that piece of lifestyle i i like to refer to it instead of need versus want 
I like the phrase paycheck or playcheck. Right? Yes. And that's true. It needs and wants, right? Mm -hmm. Your needs are your paycheck. Your wants are your playcheck. That's it. And when you retire, there are no more paychecks. Mm -hmm. So you've got to figure out what's going to provide that paycheck and that playcheck in retirement, exactly. which really leads us into the, the next concept. Probably the biggest one is the options out there today. What do I do? I see so many people today. We're maxing out our 401k. We're putting in $19,500 in our pre-tax 401k and we're 35 and we're feeling great about life. But we've learned now that those pre-tax retirement plans are tax deferred. We've also learned from a lot of people, the word tax deferred may not be exactly a good two words anymore, right? It may be actually tax deferring a monster. A ticking time bomb. Ticking time bomb. What does that mean, Matt? Well, what, what we're talking about here is in the pre-tax 401k IRA accounts, I'm getting a little savings today, right? When I put my money in. Because so you get, get tax, tax savings. savings on the little bit. Right. But what's happening, that money's growing tax deferred. And when I pull it out, guess what? Uncle Sam's there waiting to tax his ordinary tax income today. Today. And who knows what the tax rates are going to be 10, 15 years from now. It's a big unknown. If they're double. You may be in a higher tax bracket in retirement than you were in your working. Yeah, that's, that's not going to look very good, right? Yep. And you talk about that issue on pre-tax. People don't think or know, maybe. You know, people don't know what they don't know, right? When they do get to retirement, if they are going to have Social Security come in, mm -hmm. Social Security's taxable base they use to determine how much Social Security is imputed into your income for tax purposes is done on provisional income. provisional income, totally different tax table than your ordinary income taxes. So that's right. Another, another talking point for another day, but post-tax something that people don't really understand. I can't believe how many people I talk to today still don't understand and know what a Roth IRA or Roth 401k is. Mm -hmm. A lot of companies still don't offer a Roth, which unlike what you just said is the ability to put money away post-tax, no tax deduction today, still grow a tax deferred, and but then, now the tax deferred doesn't become such a bad word mm -hmm. because down the road, barring some certain requirements, 59 and a half, five years, all that, you could potentially take out the money tax-free, tax including your gain. Which, like you just said, could, could help Social Security as well. And as Roth, right. life insurance withdrawals, a few others aren't included right. in that provisional income. Number. And there's other sources of vehicles today we won't get into today that can provide the potential for tax efficient income down the road, such yeah. as cash accumulation, life insurance, mm -hmm. real estate, all these yeah. different items. And if a, a, a topic sure. today we for us, deep dive. we can do a deep dive in each one of those. But again, why it's important for somebody to come in, go through their whole planning to see what these options are. What are the funding options? What's the best thing to do today for my age? Mm -hmm. What's my time horizon like? How much risk do I want to take? That's what we're designed. And don't, don't we? We do. Every single person that comes in, we help them out. We help them answer all these questions, right? Because their, their clarity piece when they come in is confusion and procrastination and, and fear and anxiety, wonder, yeah. wonder. And then when they leave, typically the things we hear from them is clarity and confidence and simplicity Organized. and organization, yeah. understanding, good or bad. You know, again, we can't make people's retirement fun for them, but we can help them understand where they're at. And then, you know, there are leading in that there are the type of retirement plans out there that we have available today. Most people have a typically a 401k at work, some type of which is a 
a voluntary deferral plan that employees can defer a portion of their income into a retirement plan, mostly pre-tax as we talk, some post-tax and a Roth. Um, then you have government benefits such as 401A, 403Bs, 457 deferred comp plans. There's also benefits available for the Mm self-employed. We have the self-employed, individual K, unit K. Simple IRA. Yeah, simple IRA plans can be designed for smaller employers. Uh, So we have a part of our group that we can go to, uh, Mutual Omaha Retirement Plans Division, which can actually analyze what is best if a person is self-employed or maybe even help their get in touch with their HR department at their company to see if their, their retirement plan is the best retirement plan in place. Right. Yep. Is it a good employee retention tool? Exactly. So as we kind of wrap up these last few minutes that we have in our podcast today, uh, the other thing outside of retirement plans through corporate America is you have the individual IRA accounts, Roth IRAs. They are limited. Sure. There are limits every year. They change typically year to year, how much you can put in. Sometimes there are income limits that you can even contribute to those. So a lot of things we got to talk about with clients to determine if they're they're effective. What talk about some of the other non, I guess, market investment plans out there today that can help people, yeah. maybe yeah, non-traditional accumulation vehicles that can help them as well. Well, in some instances you have people with, you know, I'll, I'll use one example right now. You have a lot of money sitting in the bank. And it's not doing it's not doing anything for them. Right. And so there are investment options outside of retirement plans, such as fixed annuities, variable annuities, cash value life insurance, where people can essentially make the money work a little harder. And I think that that's the biggest key here is that it doesn't when we say retirement or investment, people typically think there's risk associated. And that's not always the case. We've got some clients with secure guaranteed fixed annuities that are paying a you know right. a reasonable rate and it's not just in the bank doing nothing and there's people out there that love real estate which is also another good asset another class yep. uh, could be their even a building they own for their business could be their business business owners who are listening to this podcast who maybe haven't developed an exit plan for their business to get the real value out of their business which could be a huge part of their retirement Yep. That's another piece of what we do, right? How do you we do the it? sample valuations for business owners. We help them with the exit planning to get the true value out with hiring an exit planning broker, exit planning specialist that we have available. And I think, you know, then the last part to the pre-planning or, or planning for retirement really just takes our foundation podcast we've already done and puts it in line because now you got to make sure all that stuff's protected. Exactly. Right. You got to make sure if you're in business with somebody, you got to buy sell agreement. It's funded. You got to make sure that if you have debt, you have the life insurance. You got to make sure if you're working and don't have disability insurance at work, Incomes protected. you have your income protected through disability coverage. Because any one of these things can happen at any second, any minute that just totally devastates and destroys the whole financial planning process. Ten steps backwards. Yeah. Which is why we talk about the financial house, starting with the foundation, working up, making sure you have your estate planning and plea in peace. Sorry. I can't even (laughs) talk today. So I guess wrapping this up, you know, there's a lot to it. Asset allocation, right? Diversification, rebalancing your assets, the bucket theory. We didn't even dive into that. We may have a whole different podcast on the whole bucket theory process, right? About people developing their buckets into there. But I guess if people are listening today, Matt, what should I do or how would, how would I start? 
Yeah, I mean, what what motivating factor can get people energized to at least have a consultation with us or, with us or somebody else out there mm -hmm. that does this type of planning that can help them move forward in their lives? Where's the, what's the stepping process? I would say the, the biggest piece when finding someone to work with is, is that trust and likability. And that's built, mm -hmm. you know, that's built with meeting people. That's built face to face. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we're still offering our complimentary consultations. Another good resource I've seen is word of mouth. How many right. of our clients come from introductions from other clients? Right. Asking family and friends who they work with. Right. And I think also, you know, for, from my perspective, people listening today, we're here to help. Our goal, the reason doing these podcasts, we've said all along is education and get people committed to at least talk to somebody. Go talk to somebody. We start with a financial viewpoint. Anybody out there today that's interested in at least going through our 12, 13-minute financial viewpoint, let us know. Email us. We'll get the financial viewpoint out to you and the risk assessment questionnaire as well so that you got so that you can start getting a process and understanding what your what your gaps are what you're good at what you've accomplished what you haven't and how do i move forward we don't charge for this this is something we just want to have an engagement meeting with the people that are listening today to help them be prepared down the road be proactive about their planning take action to make sure their planning gets done and then review the ongoing planning as life changes, as life evolves and goes on. That's uh, that reminds me of the what what's your saying, Mike, about people don't people don't plan to fail, right? Yeah. They yeah. simply fail to plan. They simply fail to plan, exactly. So we're wrapping up our podcast today. We probably went a couple minutes longer, but this is such an important topic. We uh, encourage you to join in our next podcasts uh, coming up that are going to be on distribution planning and retirement and various other topics that we're, we're building out that should be excitable that we'll announce at the next podcast uh, that'll be released in uh, probably sometime mid, late July and early August. Hope you listen to this. Thank you, everybody who's uh, attended, listened to our previous podcast, listening today. Yep. Hopefully it was informative. Reach out to us, our website, goldenwealthsolutions.com, our email addresses, um, and we'll make sure that we have somebody reach out to you and connect with you. Thank you for your time. This podcast is for educational purposes only and may include references to concepts that have legal and or tax implications and is not to be construed as legal or tax advice. Such information and or opinions are subject to change without notice and is not intended as an offer or solicitation with respect to the purchase or sell of any security, insurance product, or offer of any individual advice. Any strategy discussed may not be suitable for everyone. Securities America Incorporated does not provide tax or legal advice. Please consult with the appropriate professional regarding your personal situation prior to making any financial decisions. Securities offered through Securities America Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, advisory services offered through Securities America Advisors Incorporated, Golden Wealth Solutions, and Securities America are separate entities.